What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the She's Unoffendable podcast, where that she is me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton. I'm a law of attraction expert, an alignment life and business coach, a speaker, a realtor, and a soon-to-be published author. I love to help people bridge the energetic gap between where they are and where they want to be so that they can live the life that you've like dreamed of. To find out more about me or how we can maybe work together, you can check out my website at www.she'sunoffendable.com. You can also find me on Instagram at she's unoffendable. Okay, y'all, let's get started. I have not done a solo podcast or video in a while, so I'm excited to be on here. Um, Today, I want to talk about music. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it is one of the things that has helped me create at a really high level, which is having music in my life that pumps me up, gets me going, whatever it is. And I think we discount too much. Like we set our energetic bar pretty low with the things that we're willing to listen to and watch. And um, so you know, I'm always thinking, do I want more of this? Like if, if I'm thinking and talking about this, is this something that I want to create more of? So that's kind of like my standard when I'm listening to stuff. Um, now, so here's the thing. So, you know, I create these playlists and they are one of my secret weapons to creating the things that I want. I create playlists and then I create emotion around those playlists and you do get to pick the emotion around your playlist, right? But let me get to what, what, where I'm going with this. Cause there's a song that just came out that is obviously making headlines called walk. And if you don't know what that stands for, it is wet ass pussy. Yes, I said it because the fact that we have a song that is number one has 67 million or maybe more than that views. I can't remember. Um, It's by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion or Megan Thee Stallion. And I'm not mad at either of them. Like they're making their living the way they're making their living. And I get it. But I also have this, you know, I have this problem with, so there's, you know, if, if these are the things we're putting in our head and I don't think that anybody needs to be a role model. However, I think, you know, it's sort of like Spider-Man, right? When much power is given, what was the thing that his aunt used or his uncle used to always say? Um, it's like, you know, uh, much power is much responsibility or whatever. So I'm not saying that Cardi B needs to be different or Megan Thee Stallion needs to be different. What I think is interesting is the fact that, you know, why is it trending like that? Now, obviously we have, there's a bunch of cameos in there and all of them have a ton of followers. So Cardi B and her camp know what they're doing. Like they're not, they're very used to marketing sex to get views. I mean, it's what Cardi has done since the very beginning. It is literally how she got where she is. Not by necessarily having sex. I have no idea of her sexual life, but it has been through marketing it and through like this whole movement that says, hey, I can express my sexuality however I want to. Men express their sexuality and nobody has a problem with it. So let's talk about that for a minute. And then I'm going to get into the law of attraction side of it. So, cause I'm interested in this. I love a good debate. I love to talk about things like this because I I also want to expand my mind. Like if I'm thinking about it wrong, then let's talk about it. But for me, 
you have somebody who's like, hey, what's wrong with me expressing my sensuality? What's wrong with me, you know, um, talking about this stuff? Well, well, here's the thing is that the fact that the music video or the, the song starts saying there's some whores in this house and then you have Cardi B in some random ass outfit that has her titties out, her ass out, everything is out. Meg Stallion is almost the same way. I don't think her titties are out in the video. I can't remember. I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, I've seen videos. I mean, I've seen pictures and stuff. So, you know, so you have that out. And then, so in that same movement of, I wanna be able to express my, my, my sexuality is I don't wanna be sexualized. Well. Which one is it? Because if you're going to get up half-ass naked and talk about that, you basically say you're a whore, like, what do you want people to do with that? So it's very random. And honestly, what I believe that it is, is more so an industry that is pushing to have, um, just to continue to control and brainwash almost like these people, these, this younger generation, because what does music do? Music evokes emotion. And so if you're listening to a song and it creates emotion and you listen to it over and over again, I don't care if it's rap, if it's heavy metal, if it's R&B, if it's, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're listening to a song that's creating emotion, then what happens, which is why there is a program called Mind Movies that is actually super powerful because what you do is you visualize to a song and then at some point your brain knows exactly where to hit to create that visualization and activate that energy so you no longer have to visualize anymore you're just in that vibe so when you have these songs that are at these low this low energy i really think something like that is very a low energy song not because women can't be sexual like hey let's let's shit i'll be the first one to tell you i can't wait till my husband gets home because it's going down but at the same time i think that there is a way you can do it and obviously you know I think that a lot of this is something that has to start at home. Like we have to start at home as parents, taking our responsibility way more serious. And y'all, I have a whole thing that I would love to sit here and talk about. I think on the next one, I'm going to talk about addiction um, because that's something that I've battled and I've won. And I think that's where a lot of our problems are and that we're not addressing. But this whole idea like we have this really low standard of what we're allowing ourselves to listen to and who because here's the thing is that as parents we are training our children with our vibe more than what we're saying even more than what we're telling you know, right so what we're telling them to do it's more we're training them with what we're doing so if you're telling your kid hey don't listen to that but as soon as you hop in the car you go listen to it um that's a problem like because you're still the vibe like you're still passing it on so um so anyway and you know and it's funny because one of the things that i hear and you guys know me you know my journey you know who i am and you know my heart so i don't worry about you guys feeling this way but you know um i spoke up about how i felt about that first of all i, I think the song is not a good song just in general like I feel like, and here's the other thing that I think is interesting, like, okay, so let's go back to this really quickly. So, so if you're just saying, okay, well, you know what, we're not trying to be a role model, we're not doing this, then why are you on covers of magazines? Like, 
you know, back in the day when stuff would come out like that, and there was a ton of it, Trina was doing it, Lil' Kim was doing it, um, Two Live Crew was doing it. They got a ton of kickback from it. So the idea that men don't hear anything when they do stuff like that is not true because Two Live Crew is one of the nastiest and they got a ton of crap about it. And um, there has been some females that have done it too, but, um, you know, and they got a ton of crap about it. And whether it was the same amount or not, I don't know. But there's also people like, you know, rappers right now that are also getting a ton of crap about what they're talking about, whether they're antagonizing or they're talking about gang activity. Like all of that is, is all of it is the same thing. So it's not like, you know, and I think this is important. Like when you're looking at a situation, I couldn't be okay with it happening on the man side, but not okay on the woman's side. Why? Because that creates a disconnected vibe or a split vibration, right? Because there's judgment in there somewhere. I mean, we're always judging and preferring. So that's okay. Like that's just what we do. Judging is different than preferring in that when you are judging somebody, you're saying that they're less than, um, you're taking a superior stance even though when you judge, you don't define the other person, you do define yourself and your values and your standards, when you do judge somebody, you're taking a superior position saying, I know better and what you're doing is wrong or whatever. When you're preferring, you're saying, hey, I see what you're doing, but that's not really for me. Like you're not going, um, like I, I've used the analogy on here before about, you know, when you go to the buffet, you're not going, uh, you know, when you're, when you're preferring, you're grabbing the things that you want for your salad, which I do miss Ruby Tuesday's salad buffet. It's really the only buffet I ever go to, but you know, you're grabbing the black olives and the cheese and the onions and whatever. But when you're judging, you grab those things and then you stand there and talk shit to broccoli and you talk shit to the salad dressings that you don't use. That's not necessary. And actually it's wasted energy. So for me, like, I feel like we, when you are, if you're judging, if you're preferring, that's one thing. So for me, you know, I'm not saying that what Cardi B is doing or putting out is wrong. I like, and that's the distinction here. I think, I think for Megan Thee Stallion or any other person that's putting stuff out like that, I think what I'm more I don't want to say concerned about, but something that I would like to shine a light on more is like, where are the parents? Because honestly, Cardi B is going to be who Cardi B is, right? Megan Thee Stallion is going to be who she is. Um, you know, the parents are where it's going to start. That is where you have to be more dedicated to being the absolute best that you can be. And y'all, let me just tell you, before I had my son, I was not the best person. Like I was a good person. I've always had a good heart. I've never been like a backstabber or like a, I've just never been, um, I was usually the person that was getting stuff done to me. <laughs> like that was me. I was the person who was like, you know, somebody would lie to me or try to use me or whatever. I always had that stuff going on and I, and that totally connects to my childhood and I get it. So I was never, you know, I was usually that person. It's just, so when I ended up becoming a parent, I knew that it was super duper important because I know that energy transfers down. We talk about DNA, 
DNA is like just energy. That's all it is. And it's hard to, because have, haven't you noticed, we call it DNA. And I'm sure there is, I'm sure it does produce a scientific thing. But have you ever noticed that, you know, two parents can have something and maybe one kid, they have three kids, one of them or two of them get something that the parents have in common and one of them doesn't get anything. That's pretty odd, right? Like, that's like, why doesn't this one get anything? Well, because they interpreted the energy differently. There was still the same odds. It's sort of like the whole thing about Corona right now where they are, I heard a doctor explain it this way. And I love this explanation um, for coronavirus is that it is evoking something in you. So if you don't have that active or that um, disconnect in your body to create and give space for that to show up, then it can't show up. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're not, you're not still not a victim of it, but obviously, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. So, um, but yeah, so music is, and they did a study, um, you know, words are very important especially the words that you've assigned serious meaning to. So definitely start paying attention to that. What have you, what do you assign the meaning to? Because, you know, for me, the way that I've always gotten myself out of stuff or created things has been music. And a lot of it is rap music. Like I love rap music. I've been listening to rap music. Like I grew up on it. I, I love it. I have always loved it. And, um, that is something that, you know, I definitely pick and choose and I pick and choose the ones that are more uplifting because if you realize that you are going to continue to create what it is you focus on, what it is you think about and what it is most importantly that you create emotion around, then you've got to be careful what you create emotion around. So here's an example. Say that you're listening or you're watching, um, and this is, this is what happens between, so if you're not a scary movie person, I'm not a scary movie person. Why? Because when I see a scary movie, I legit get scared, like legit. I'm like a big ass baby. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that scary movie. Somebody else who has trained their mind to watch it and disconnect from it. I don't know if that's called desensitizing. I feel like you can just disconnect though. You can go, this isn't real. This is just a story. Let me see what it's going to happen. But scary movies for some reason pull me in. I can't watch them. But if it's like a crime drama, I'm like, ooh, that's a good story. Let's see what happens. I can sit and watch that. So it's like, you know, it just depends on what it is that you're emotionally, because remember, the universe doesn't know whether you are creating something that is, whether you are looking at a thing in front of you or whether you're just thinking about it. So it's really important what it is you give your emotion to more so than just your thought and your words. Your thought and your words are cool. You know, I remember when I first got into law of attraction, I was very, um, I was, I was pretty fucking judgy actually. <laughs> I would be like, Ooh, look at what you're doing. You're talking about that. You're going to get something negative. And I was very much, much more aware of other people's negative and toxic behavior than I was my own. And that's something that I had to start to notice over time. It's like, okay, I'll run myself into the ground if I keep trying. Because the truth is, is that I don't know what a certain word means to somebody else. 
and I don't know what a certain song means to somebody else. But what I do know is that whatever is a creating emotion in your life is something that you want to make sure that it's something you want more of. So that brings me back around to the music and to that in specific. And I know I've went a couple different places here, y'all, but I just want to bring your attention to the fact that we have to raise the energetic bar. It isn't enough to just be like your parents were. It isn't enough to um, go with the flow of society. I beg you not to. Um, it isn't enough to be inconsistent with it. What you, you know, what we need and crave is that connection. And the way you get that connection is by tuning in to the feelings that bring that to you. I mean, that, at the end of the day, that's what we all want. That's actually where your abundance is. That's where all the things you want are in that connection. But how many times a day are you actually having that connection? How many times a day are you actually feeling top level emotions? And that's something you have to do. You have to start to discern between the top level emotions and comfortable. And I've been saying lately, and it's so true, one of the most toxic relationships that you have is with your comfort zone because it feels good. And then you talk yourself into thinking that staying there is really the thing to do when in fact it's not. So that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but I'd love to hear you guys' thought about this topic. Um, I have long, like, I love the idea that somebody has come from nothing to something. So I never want to hate on people for sure. It's not my intention. However, I also think like, well, it's not even a however, it's really just a, as well as, uh, you know, I get that piece of it, but <sighs> It's like, when do we evolve? When do we become more like as women, but also just as human beings, when do we become more? When do we stop, um, you know, subscribing to just sex and violence? And when you look around, those are the things like, I remember when Zay was, I don't remember how old he was. He was, he was young. He was maybe 11, 12, whenever the first GTA, the, um, what is it? Grand Theft Auto came out. And I just thought, you know, basically the basic premise of Grand Theft Auto is that you go into this world and you can do whatever. You can go to a casino, you can go to a strip club, you can do whatever you want to do. And my thing was like, I don't see the purpose of putting the focus and emotion into that. So my son actually did not even get GTA until he went to college. <laughs> like he wanted it in college. And even then I don't even think, I'm sure that he played it before then. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to think that he never played it. Um, but just my, so again, it's my energetic bar is going to set his. So what, what am I, what is he seeing me do? What is he, how is he seeing me show up? Am I showing up angry? Am I showing up, um, you know, a victim? Am I showing up um, pissed off about whatever? Am I watching a bunch of violence on TV? The answer is no, I never have. I've never been a fan of it. I don't want to be desensitized by violence. So, you know, I never watched a lot of like super violent stuff. Well, I do watch, I did watch like action movies, but they're always made up or whatever. Um, but I definitely try to keep it pretty tight. 
And once he grew up and went off to college, did my taste change a little bit? Yeah, because uh, even still though, I'm still very much into what do I listen to and how is it making me feel? And it matters. There was a book by, um, oh, it's called Hidden Messages in the Water. And uh, I'll link it in the show notes here. But that book is really cool. What they did is they did, they did experiments on water. This was forever ago. And um, they did experiments with water and they wrote different things on them. They wrote, you know, love and hate and then like how it messed with the, basically the little water crystals, which look like snowflakes. And when they put the negative vibration words on it, it um, deformed it. It deformed the, the, the little crystals. And that was powerful to me. I saw that when I was pretty young. And that was powerful to me because it reminded me that what I put in my head, what, and especially like when you think of songs, y'all, like I rap songs like it's me so you know whatever you're whatever you're singing and creating emotion around that's going to become so if you're like affirming that you're a whore it just bothers me <laughs> like it just bothers me it's like we should not have somebody who is affirming that you know and being an example for young black women, white women, Asian women, every woman, like everybody, there are so many different, um, all the races that there are people out of every single race that love Cardi B, right? Whether you like it or not, you're a little bit of a uh, role model. So we're going to take her when this is what they're talking about. There's some whores in this house. And then we're going to put her on the cover of a magazine further affirming that all of this is normal and that this is something you should embrace. Being a whore is cool. But here's the thing is that many, many years ago, we were all, oh, well, if guys jump around, then they're like rewarded for it. But when women do it, they're not. But we didn't like it when men did it. So why? Oh, anyway, I'm not going to keep going, y'all. I'm going to leave this where it is. I want you guys to think about your energetic bar and where is it? Have you raised your energetic bar? Are you listening to the same old things, doing the same old things? What are you doing to progress yourself spiritually and mentally? Like, it's great. Have a good time, but just know that everything that's happening on this plane on planet earth is all pretty much a, It's only as real as we make it because as soon as we leave, all of this is gone. So it's not, you know, so what are you doing to progress past that? And that is the work that I'm, I'm always thinking about now that I know that there's more to consider now that I know everything is energy. I mean, when you know everything is energy, you just really start to get a different perspective about things. And that's what I, um, I'm curious about with you guys. So WAP just brought out that, that whole question in me um, about, you know, why are we idolizing the lowest level of expression? Like, and not saying sex is the lowest level of expression, but I feel like it is not the highest quality that women bring to the table is not being a whore is not like the 
biggest quality we bring to the table. And in fact, we're still made fun of for that. We're still looked down on for that. If it's somebody who's promiscuous, they're still looked down on. And yet we have these people who are out front in front of a generation that are being put on pedestals in magazines and on panels and whatever for creating music and content and whatever around these principles. So of, you know, being a whore, of being able to make sure that you suck dick the best, like these things that just, it just dumbs us down. And it's, for me, it's just, um, yeah, I, I hope that we can do better, y'all. I hope that we can. And I know that my peeps that listen to this are looking to level up. And one of the ways that you do it is by looking for what feels good and being attracted to that. So anyway, I'm out of here. I hope you guys have an amazing um, day, an amazing weekend, and I will see you back here soon. All right, y'all.